welcome to another episode of What Up Cuz. It's Serena here. Amber is not with me. We kind of hopped into our conversation um, on Saturday, but I wanted to make sure I came on and did a proper introduction. Thank you guys again for your patience. You know, sometimes you got to take a pause and relax, reset, recharge. Amber works a lot. I do too, but Amber works a lot and, you know, needed a little time to go on vacation and recharge so that's why we've been gone for a little while again but with everything going on this week we definitely had to come back and talk to y'all about the entanglement I'm pretty sure y'all already know what we're talking about um but I just wanted to come on and do a proper introduction and we hope you guys enjoy the episode bye child I don't know I I just we can't talk about that because I just watched um so we can't. Okay. We can. Yeah. I just watched a um, a live. Well, it was the recording of his live, but it was a live mm-hmm. by um, his name was Ezekiel. He's a a poet for like mm-hmm. a group of Christian poets, and he mm-hmm. was talking about the situation, but like more so from like a godly perspective, which was mm-hmm. so interesting. Um, and I've grown my. Sugar girl finally opened back up. Hey, Jess, girl. Is she in her own place? Yeah, she has um, she has a she has a studio on Long Beach. But um, she we were talking about it. And she was like, "No, I don't want to believe it. Like, cause if they can't make it, then like I don't believe it. And I I feel like there's no hope for anybody and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's the problem. We keep looking at these celebrities like mm-hmm. their relationships ain't." The same Just as like ours. ours. Like, mm-hmm. it, they got more money. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and honestly, I feel like that makes more problems. If it does. Me and my husband were talking about that, too. But, yeah, let's, where exactly do you want to start about it? Yes. From the beginning. I have my views about it because I feel like, I want to talk about the fact that, no, not yet. I want to talk about the, like, his side of it, and then Will's side of it, and then Jada's side of it, and then them together as a whole. Because I feel like with him, I feel like when he was talking, he was being honest. Like, I didn't feel like it was, he was coming from a bad place. Who? August. Oh, okay. I didn't feel like he was coming from a bad place. I do think that he got it a little misconstrued with the fact that Will said he was okay with it. I don't think that part of it is true. Because when you look at him in an interview, he seems, like, thoroughly surprised by how all this took a turn. Let me tell you what I what I really think. Mm-hmm. Will and Jada are, are actors. Mm-hmm. They're actors. So, granted, mm-hmm. they're real people and this is a real situation. But, mm-hmm. honestly, I the vibe that I personally got from it was... Will definitely looked like hurt or upset, but I for honestly sure. feel like it was more so his pride. The fact that they had to address it in public. In public. For sure. Embarrassed him. And for I sure. honestly don't feel like it was for sure. him being hurt by the situation. I think it was more so prideful. And the that she was so sloppy. The way yeah. that the the whole conversation that they had, first of all, I'm like, they are saying things in a way that can be taken two different ways. So one way is like, like they're saying it, what they're saying, and like mm-hmm. she's really like, oh, this is what it was, and like they're being. It was a nice, nasty conversation. It was. 
So they were speaking nicely to each other, but there was nasty undertones. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I have to get you back now," and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Well, I, I'm I'm like, no, this is real stuff." Mm -hmm. And they're laughing about it, and they're making a joke about it, but it's really not a joke. Yeah, I think that's that. I think that's them fighting, like you said, pride. Nice, nasty. I think I don't think because think about it. These conversations that she has. At the red table are hour-long conversations, 45 minutes conversations. This was a 12-minute conversation. Like, it was so short. And I think it was like, this this is the part that I don't like. The part that I don't like is, is the part that I don't like when it comes to people is that they're still people. And even though they're celebrities, people feel entitled to know what the fuck is going on in their marriage. Marriage is sacred. Like, she didn't have to come to the red table and tell everybody what that situation was. They could have kept it between them and it would have died out for I don't, within the next couple of weeks and something else would have been coming up. But the reason why she felt like she needed to address it is because everything that she's about on the red table makes her... She's all about healing and she's all about truth or whatever. So that's the reason why she came to the table. Did she have to? Fuck no. You know why? Because it's nobody's business what's going on in their in their marriage. And unfortunately, celebrities don't get the luxury of having any privacy or being able to go through things in privacy. Because like, it's not like I'll I'll tell my close friends like, hey, like shit, I think I'm about to leave this nigga. And I'm pretty sure her close friends know. But I'm not going to go on Facebook Live or go on Instagram and be like, you know, I am right now I'm separated from my husband and da, 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 da. I'm not about to be telling these strangers about what's going on with my life. And then once you do that, they expect you to do some shit like that. Like they continue to want you to do it. And it's just like, I think they're owed their privacy because they're human beings. And I think people should be able to heal within the, themselves first before they... You know, go public about it if it's even necessary. You know what I'm saying? Because now, even after they had this conversation, they still talking about these people. They're always going to get talked about. Yeah. Me personally, see, I'm on the other end of the spectrum, and I'm kind of like, that's the price you pay for fame. Oh, right? for sure. For sure. And I understand. But I think that's why people. he was so pissed, because with their lifestyle, for him, I think it was more so of, like, it getting so sloppy, like... Yo, sis, you should have made the nigga sign an NDA. We wouldn't be sitting at this table right now. You wouldn't be having to explain yourself, and I won't look like the stupid, idiotic husband that's staying with the wife that had an affair on me, basically. I don't know. I think it was like... I don't know. I think I've always just kind of been like, these rumors have swirled around them for years, and this was the one time where, like, they really couldn't get away with it. Because mm-hmm. I think, um, I really felt obvious when he was saying, like, I haven't been able to, like, live my truth and speak my truth. And, mm-hmm. like, it's really making me sick. Like, have you ever held something inside of you? Mm-hmm. It's not fair. And have people, like, talk trash about you? And honestly, yeah, she's on the red table talk, and she's all about, like, healing and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, like, this ain't got no degree in that. This ain't got no training in that. And yeah. not to discredit her or anything mm-hmm. but it's like sis you need to bring somebody to the table to help you for sure <laughs> but that's what she was talking about like it's her codependency but the way i look at it is as like 
August was an innocent person in this situation and he got taken advantage of because you're the older woman. You brought this man into your home to help him and with with his health. You guys were supposed to help him get well and then all of a sudden you and your husband aren't you know what I'm saying? You and your husband are separated, not divorced. <laughs> exactly. I put it in quotes because Exactly. You and your husband are separated, not divorced, and you have a relationship with this person. And this person ends up falling in love with you, but why in the fuck would you try to why to me, I felt like she took advantage of him in his moment of weakness. Hello. And so that's the part I want to talk about. Like this old woman took advantage of this young man in his moment of weakness where he needed somebody because he don't got no, he don't got a good family. He couldn't go back home to his mama. He didn't have no support. So here comes this person of, well, I don't want to say power, but you know, money, money power. yeah, of this person of power coming to, and that's experienced as well, who's been in the industry longer than he has. And she welcomes him into his into her home as if he was as if she was actually gonna give him some type of healing. But instead, she had her own desires and she took advantage of him in his moment of weakness. To feel happy. I keep hearing that and I'm like, that is so, so selfish. selfish. Like trash. But that's why I really enjoyed watching that live that put the Christian perspective on it. Mm-hmm. So at least for me coming from where it's an ants. Um, for me, coming from coming from the perspective of where I am in my life presently, mm-hmm. um, I think one, it was very eye opening because mm-hmm. I realized for a long time, like we do put these people on pedestals. We mm-hmm. look at their relationships as like the standard or the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag relationship goals we mm-hmm. um as our standard or our goal for our personal relationships and. Um, these relationships be struggling just like ours like yeah absolutely and first of all we're trying to live like a christian life trying to live like according to the word how am i going to look at somebody else's relationship that doesn't have christ in the center true statement like that's backwards and that goes again to us like trying to look at the world and look at society and look at culture Mm -hmm. to tell us what we're supposed to do Mm -hmm. and um so in the live, Ezekiel was just talking about how, like, over the course of the years, like, you know, like, God wasn't in the center of their marriage and not trying to, like, judge them or the way that they chose to live their life. Like, everybody has free will, and that's just how and it God is. And God reigns on the just and the unjust. Um, I just loved how he was saying um, that, no, they don't have God at the center of their relationship, but we can, we as Christians can still use this as an example for us like just like what is done in the bible like god used um other people to tell like different things so like when jesus would use like um his parables of um people who were not saved and people who were saved and a lot of people are like well i don't know why you guys are looking at them why are you guys so like interested in their in this in, in, the, in this situation but i think it helps us to realize, like, take these people off the pedestal that you have them on, and they are real people. Like, they're people just like us. Absolutely. I loved how he was just saying, like, this is a lesson for all of us. There are good things that you can take from the situation, but, like, 
He was like, honestly, I think um, if you look at Will and you look at Jada, like it gives us a good example of um, what it means to be unequally yoked, mm-hmm. what it means to like not follow the order that God has in a relationship. And from his perspective, I can't, I don't necessarily agree, but from his perspective, he felt like Jada was um, leading their relationship and leading their marriage. And because Will was somebody who always desired to have that family life and, For sure. and valued family life and her mom as well, Jada's mom as well. Uh, and I don't know if they heard somewhere before that Jada had said like she wasn't like interested in marriage or she wasn't the type to want mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. that um, Will wanted to compromise with her to make her feel comfortable with the idea of marriage because he wanted that so badly. And I think a lot of times we want things so badly, like you overlook things that people are trying to tell you and like trying to show you about themselves. And I think he played his part in it too. For sure. Um, but it did kind of make sense as to where um, things may have kind of like ended up in their relationship. But it was just a very interesting perspective on things. I feel bad for Will, though. Like, I kind of had a soft spot for him in the interview because I'm not want us to feel that way, though. uh, I'm not saying that they didn't want us to feel that way, but just, you know, hearing, like, his background and everything and, like, all the things that they want, like, I do genuinely think that he wanted the family because he came from such an abusive family. You know, he wanted something normal. Like, he wanted... Which I mean, obviously, it's far from. But (laughs) it's far from. But uh, you know, he came from a family that was physically abusive, and then she came from a home where she didn't really have a home. Her mom was on drugs, and you know, she had to raise herself. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you put those two things together, it's kind of a disaster. Like, what did they really ever heal from? From from their childhoods, really, you know, and I think, um, uh, Will mentioned before that, you know, like, that he felt, he, he doesn't like being a failure, so, he talked about that as well, yeah, he doesn't like being a failure, and I think his first marriage, he really didn't want a divorce, and, you know, it was a big thing that he failed at that, so, in this situation, it's like, I'll deal with whatever, I'll go through whatever because of pride, I feel like, you know, I mean, walking away doesn't mean that you failed, you know what I'm saying? And I think, and that's the thing. Yeah, walking away doesn't mean you failed. Walking away means that, that to me, walking away is saying, God has a bigger plan for me, and I love me, and I deserve better. But how can you come to that conclusion if he doesn't have God in his life? And that's what makes me yeah for sure and i really pray and hope that maybe um i really believe that from every situation like it's Mm -hmm. never too late for anybody to like yeah for sure you know turn their life around and repent and give their life to god but um when you live this life you know um to losses to gain sometimes like Mm -hmm. you holding on to that is not beneficial for anybody involved and yeah you don't like mm-hmm. to lose but you're losing by trying not to lose like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're causing yourself to lose and I think it's a very sad situation mm-hmm. in the live um Ezekiel was also talking about how this is where we really need to be careful with um mm-hmm. 
how we are leading the generations. So, like, For she sure. was talking about their kids and, like, the way they view marriage and stuff now. Right. And um, because so many people look up to them and know, I know nobody, a lot of people don't sign up for that, but that's mm-hmm. just the nature of it. Like I said, like, when you are a celebrity, you sacrifice certain things. You sacrifice your privacy. Yeah. You, sa- you sacrifice a lot of things. And, um, I don't know, now their kids have looked at, you know, whatever they are, have been exposed to whatever they have been exposed to in that marriage. And they have a certain view of um, marriage and other people are looking at their marriage like, well, you know, like they cheated on each other or they had a lot of cheating in their relationship and they decided to stay together. And it was very disturbing to me at the end when they were like, we ride together, we died together, it, bad ooh, marriage for life. And I was like, awful. no. Like, like, it was so awful. It was so awful. It honestly made me sick to my stomach. Because that was sad. I think in their mind, they're like, we're committed no matter what. But it's just like, like, oh, no, you're miserable. Like, Girl, who wants to, to be that go. miserable to where y'all both agree that this is such a fucked up marriage that it's honestly a joke like the fact that they were joking the whole time and then they ended with that honestly just made me sick and and then also too it's just like you said like what are you telling this generation like especially I'm sorry no offense to a man because men go through it too but as a woman like I'm just not about to accept you just running all over me and then call it commitment absolutely the fuck not like it's just not about to happen because for one commitment means you're committed to me it doesn't mean you're committed to bullshit like and accepting bullshit like that's out you know what i'm saying so let me tell you something that was so good to me it may offend some people but the concept of loyalty where did we get that concept from did we get it from god or did we get it from society yeah did we get it from god or did we get it from society and he was like (laughs) straight out was like and i was like whoa okay Snatch the wigs. He's like, loyalty is for dogs. Yes. Loyalty is for dogs. That is so Faithfulness real. is from God. And then when you learn faithfulness, um, that's how you yeah. know how to treat people. Like, you really have to Absolutely. look at it. But he brought up the point that in the Bible, the adultery is the one way to divorce, to get out of a, a relationship. Yeah. And he was like, I really think it's because God knew what it was like to be betrayed by people you love. Like, Absolutely. Because it skews, like, everything in the relationship. Everything mm-hmm. ends up jacked up. Yeah, there's so, no trust. I don't know. Just looking at them, it was very sad yeah, to me. Yeah, very sad and heartbreaking. Uh, scary. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because I feel like a lot of people do, again, look at these people, not just Will and Jada, but other, like, relationships who, like, my wax girl was like, oh, see, I also love, like, um, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. If they break up, then I definitely feel like it's there's no hope for anybody else. But I'm like, well, why do you feel that way? So, yeah. like, why do you bank so much on these celebrities' relationships? And I was like, regular well, you people. It, they are, they're regular people with more money and more access to things. This is yeah. the thing. I feel like me and my husband were talking about how he's like, I think it's hard. I think most almost all celebrities cheat because so many people are constantly throwing themselves at you. And For think sure. about the, think about the dynamics of just a typical relationship. Mm-hmm. We find, we don't have, we're not extra rich, but we're doing well. When you, when you reach a hard time in your relationship, 
and somebody has been hanging around or somebody has their eye on you and they pop up at the right time. Mm -hmm. But with celebrities, it's like people are constantly throwing themselves at you. Right. Constantly throwing themselves at you, which could make a a, a negative space into your relationship mm -hmm. in the first place. And then let somebody come around in the first place. Or your spouse is working all the time and you're working all the time and you're around these other people all the time. Yeah. They're there when your spouse isn't, which yeah. leaves the door open for so many Someone other else things. Someone else will come in, yeah. So I, I do feel like it's harder in that situation. It's harder to like maintain that faithfulness. And um, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, I, I personally don't want that for myself. Yes, I believe in um, marriage being lifelong and you should be able to like overcome a lot of things, but not to the point of it becoming just perverted and distorted to that. I was going to say distorted, like, for sure. Because I felt yeah, like it was such a distorted like, the conversation yeah. was distorted. Like, but one thing I distorted. did like that Will pointed out to her was like, "Bitch, what is an entanglement? Like, call it what it is." No, let me tell like, you. My see, okay. So I'm gonna be very transparent here. Being the person in a relationship who was unfaithful, um, being a woman who was unfaithful to yeah. a man, mm -hmm. um. My husband provided some perspective, and he was like, "You know, in your relationship, when somebody, and maybe this is something that something that has happened multiple times in their relationship, mm -hmm. and for them, what works for them is maybe not talking about it for sure. But mm -hmm. because of the way it came out, they were forced to face it, and that right. may be where like all of this the discomfort and like mm -hmm. the the things that we were seeing during the conversation mm -hmm. between them came out." Um, but my husband was like, maybe she was calling it an entanglement because she knows like he really doesn't want to hear For sure. exactly what it is, what it was. but he's telling her to say that because he knows that's, that's what other people want to know too. Like right. you're calling Absolutely. it an entanglement, but, but that's not what she, it was. No, that is what it was though. When you look at what a definition of an entanglement is, like she used the word correctly, but it was also, bruh, the way that she talked about him, the way that she talked about August, the way... Girl, who? Um, oh, sorry, but the way she was talking about him, and like you could tell that there were still feelings there. And I love that Ezekiel was saying, like, as, a lot of times as men, we just get mad at the fact that like another man has touched our, our wife's For sure. most private, I definitely personal thought that was, that's what it was, but then he was like, But you ain't worried about him touching like. Her most intimate private parts. It's for women. This is how you get to them in their mind. Like, it was and in an their emotional hearts. connection. So that's where the real issue is. Like, for sure, she is still emo very much emotionally, emotionally attached tied to him. To him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see it when she said, "I haven't talked to him in years," and he walked away from the situation, not her. He's the one who decided, "I can't do this anymore. I'm done with this situation." Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. <laughs> Rightfully so. Child. And um honestly, I think somewhat she is she doesn't she didn't really know what she she didn't really know what she was getting herself into until it was because I don't personally I don't think it initially started off as something that she thought was gonna get as far as it did. Mm. I don't think she thought that, but 
um, she went with, I definitely think she went in with a different intention than what she ended up with. So, and, but that's the part that I was talking about with Will. I don't think that he expected it to get as far as it did either. And I don't think he knew how deep it was until he, until this situation came about. And as a husband, of course, I, he would like, he has every right to feel away. I, I don't think that part of it was acting. I mean, we all have our different opinions, but, um, I mean, at the end of the day, it is completely fucking embarrassing because when you think you know the person that, that you love and something like this comes about, it's just like, dang, what if they were just, you know, if, if we want to keep it a buck, if they was all entangled together, you know, that's not, that's something that they decide as a married couple. But if she went outside of that and started forming her own relationship with him of course as a husband i would be like wait a bitch we were just supposed to be messing around with this fool like now you go and almost kind of like fall in love with him a little bit like they fell in love. <laughs> you said what they fell in they love. fell in love so for him it's like a slap in the face because if they are you know swingers or whatever like i said before that's something that they decide together but he's never had a situation where they slept with somebody together and then he falls in love with the other person versus now you know you know they're splitting up and now she's doing her own thing with this young dude honestly i would be like okay i'm old dude things ain't working the same as they used to she out here getting some goodbye she out here get as an older (sighs) woman i'm sorry for sure like it's a situation. She out here living her best life, probably. Best so I definitely way. think that would make him feel some type of way because it should. Like, I definitely think it should make him feel some type of way. I don't think he he thought that it was what it was until it came out that it was what it was. Girl, I don't know. But I'm still just kind of like, I feel like it's the fact that it came out. Oh, for sure. And that they couldn't deny it. Like, people really wasn't letting it go mm-hmm. this time. Because people already had their um, suspicions. But the way that it came out, I think people were like, oh, okay, so y'all going to address this or not? Which, I'm like, honestly, y'all, I'm, I'm always going to come with the word. Mm-hmm. It says, even a fool will seem smart when he stays silent. Mm-hmm. I think they should have just stayed silent. For sure. Because. For sure. I, that's what I would have done. Just I wouldn't have said nothing. Like you said. Yes, they really don't owe anybody anything. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's they it's, don't owe anybody. They anything. don't. They really don't owe anybody anything. Being somebody who's married again, like, yeah, that your marriage is very sacred, and Absolutely. things that go on in your marriage, like, should be, um, I think, should be kept private for the most part. Like, you don't go to anybody. Um, except, like, trusted advisors, people Mm -hmm. who, you know, you can um, go to for, like, sound biblical advice to help you through situations. Even your friends, like we talked Mm -hmm. about um, in previous episodes, you can't talk to everybody about everything. Absolutely. Um, So they really didn't have to say anything, uh, but they did. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, again, like, I feel like it left the door open for people to say stuff. Like, you don't want people to say stuff, or people are going to say stuff regardless, but if you don't want people to say stuff, then... Stay quiet. Stay quiet about it. But I definitely don't think... It would have blew over in two weeks. I mean, they would have moved on to something else, really. For sure. And um, 
but I honestly think maybe both of them are at a place in their lives where they're like, F it. <laughs> maybe, I honestly feel like maybe they're both like, I want to live in my truth. Like, I don't want to hide anymore. And what's done in the dark always comes to light. For so sure. maybe it's the time for things to come to, to the light. light for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for And sure. I think that is very freeing as, like, mm-hmm. messy as it can be. Yeah. Um, it's freeing to be able to live in your truth. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and to let people see you are human. So, I mean, I do commend them for that. I'm praying for that them. That part, for sure. Because, I mean, I definitely felt for them as to, like, even though they're celebrities, like I mentioned before, like, I unfortunately, like, yes, like, they both came into the industry young. And I think a lot of people that come into the industry and just, and I'm just saying this from experience because I remember being young, going to auditions and things like that. And I personally chose not to get into the into that because of certain things that you had to do to get to certain places. And honestly, like if I would have come from a broken home and I didn't have God and I early on and my parents didn't teach me these things, huh. like obviously I could have took a different route. So absolutely you know, I just think that them being young and just not knowing and coming from the backgrounds that they came from. I don't think, I mean, it, I think it was a matter of the success part of it, but not thinking about it overall. Cause as a kid, it's just, it just comes as a dream. You know what I'm saying? But when you start to get in the industry and you come into adulthood, you start to realize like, dang, I'm in this, this is my life. And I can't go back now. I'm not trying to go back to what I had before because that was way worse than this. You know what I'm saying? So I feel for them in a way because I think that being such young people in the industry, like, I think, you know, I don't think they knew the capacity of what they were getting into. And then now this transpiring into adulthood and then also transpiring into into marriage i just feel like there's no compassion about their privacy like people feel entitled that they should know their business and it's it's not like and honestly it makes it harder for them to heal when they have people trolling at them all the goddamn time and like i don't know if people see it but how many suicides have you seen how many you know uh overdoses have you seen it's simply because us normal quote-unquote people who are not in the industry feel like they can just say whatever the fuck they want to say about these people and they can do whatever and and expect certain things from them you y'all don't know these people and half of the people that's that's saying these horrible things about them their lives are shitty too and they're doing shitty things to other people Mm -hmm. so for me like I don't care if Will and Jada are swingers. I don't care if, you know, what their situation is because that's their business. And they don't have to tell anybody anything. They don't have to share anybody anything. And I think that, honestly, if they want true healing, they're going to have to shut, they're going to have to get off of Instagram. They can't even look at Instagram, Twitter, or whatever because... People just say whatever they want to say and, and have all these 
opinions about what's going on in their lives and they don't understand like these people have to go home and deal with each other these people have to talk to their children like you know what i'm saying they still have to go out in public and people are going to be looking at them a certain type of way because of this situation granted like obviously there's consequences and repercussions to you know your actions when you when you ain't doing right but at the end of the day, just like you said, like these people are human. So I just have a compassion for the both of them because I think it was brave of them to share these things with us and to still be able to go home with each other because we don't know what happened. After, like they was cool on camera. We don't know what happened after they got off camera. We have no idea. I mean, I have an idea, but again, mm -hmm. that's just my opinion. Yeah. Um, no, I agree. I, I feel like... Um, as people who love to consume entertainment, yeah. like these people who entertain us for a living, uh, we take, um, we feel like we should have access to all of them. Basically, they mm -hmm. make movies or they're whatever they whatever they do, and um, we want more than that. It's, it becomes about their personal lives and stuff. And no, they don't owe us anything. But again, like. And honestly, I just personally believe like that's that's their cross to bear. Yeah, that's the cross sure. that they have to bear for, sure. for living this life. And like you said, if they really want true healing, I feel like it takes like shutting that down. Like you really have to shut all of that stuff down. But are they really going to shut that down? Because that's how they make a living at the same time. Right. So you're going to shut it down and heal for real and have people out of your business or you're going to do what you do. And know that that just comes with the territory, right or wrong. I don't feel like it's right. I don't feel like it's right personally, but it just that's just what it is. Yeah, for sure. People are gonna feel like they have access to your entire life. Yeah, and that's what you signed up for. Yeah. So either you're gonna take it or you're not. Yeah. You're gonna sign up for that life, have people all up in your business, and deal with the consequences, or you're gonna shut it down and make a different decision for yourself. For sure. So. It's just a very interesting situation, but I'm sure. Um, nonetheless, I, I mean, prayers up to the both of them, yeah. um, and for some real healing. And I honestly think it would be great if they just kind of take a sabbatical from whatever it is that they have going on, to be honest, and really get some true healing or counseling or something. Because, I mean, aside from them as a couple, but themselves too. Personally personally because there's a lot of things i mean obviously on each person's side i mean you can kind of like see both sides of you know of where there's some brokenness so i think it's definitely necessary for them to you know seek certain things for themselves and as a couple if they want to continue on with their marriage and which it seems like that's what they're doing I really feel right. like they, when they said they, so this is um, the thing that Ezekiel brought up in his life, mm -hmm. and I thought it was a really valid point, because mm -hmm. um, as a Christian, like, a lot of times we can come across as though, like, oh, we're, I'm better than you, or we're better than them because we're Christian, but the fact of the matter is we're not. Mm -hmm. um, we just know that we need God because we would be in shambles without him. Period. So I like that he was saying, um, a lot of people are like, as Christians, we shouldn't be looking at this as none of, like, and I hear what people are saying, but mm -hmm. there are certain things that you can take from people too. 
in their situation. So I love how he was saying, like, when you look at it, a lot of us Christians are weak. Mm -hmm. We get in marriages and we're not willing to take, like, the stance that Will and Jada have about marriage. But that is kind of what we're we're called to do. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying sit around and get abused, sis. Because that mm-hmm. ain't it. Sit around mm-hmm. and stay time after time if somebody is being unfaithful to you or bro. Mm-hmm. If somebody is being unfaithful to you. Um, but what I am saying is like when you sign up for marriage, when you take those vows and you say for better or for worse. Like, it's supposed to be think about the worst thing that could ever happen. And can you withstand that in yeah, that relationship? Absolutely. Because if not, maybe that's not the person for you. Right. And my husband brought up. Um, like a lot of times people think it's okay if we're not like on the same page and you know what some people are able to stay in relationships and be with people who don't believe the same things as them or Mm -hmm. have different views about certain things Mm -hmm. um but I think honestly you're signing up to to go through more struggles and more strife if that's what you choose to do Mm -hmm. um but he was just saying like there are lessons that we can take from them like Mm -hmm. A lot of us are willing to walk away in the tiniest little rift in our relationship. For sure. But they're, they literally have said, like, we're staying no matter what. So can mm-hmm. you do that? Right. Can you do that? And that's what we're called to do as Christians. Right. right? But we're, we don't. So. Honestly, it's probably a higher divorce rate with Christians than unsafe people. Are you really willing to fight right. for it? <laughs> right. You fight Absolutely. For it because there will be times where you really are forced to be like. Yeah. This is what I signed up for. Right. Right. This is what I signed up for. So I thought that was a beautiful thing because he wasn't there to bash them. I think he was just there to show, you know, uh, we have these expectations on things. And then when things come out, our little lives be crushed. But meanwhile, Mm -hmm. we over here struggling with X, Y, and Z. And while people are bashing them, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. everybody has their own struggle. So while you're looking at Will and Jada and their their struggle is just publicized because of their um, platform that they yeah, have. Yeah, absolutely. So, trade places. What would be? What would we be talking about if you and yo Yobu was on a platform? Hello. What would your what struggle would be? That's um, what I thought anybody? about when I was watching the when I was watching the Red Table Talk. Like I'm like, damn. What if that was me and my significant other? You know what I'm saying? Like all of our business just out. out. You know, when people see us, they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are such this. I'll tell you, you guys are such though. that. I'm a very transparent person, too, but I'm also a very private person. Like, honestly, I'm the type of girl, like, I'll post on Instagram my significant other here and there. But to be honest, like, I just don't want anybody in my personal life that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, imagine just all these people tugging at you and what they think you should do in your relationship and how foul this is and how foul this was. And it's just like, man, look at yourself because everything about you ain't perfect. You to know play what I'm devil's saying? advocate, though, yeah. that's what people do. Like, in yeah. order to take the spotlight off of themselves and the issues in their life, you look yeah. at other people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you want to be distracted by other people. For sure. It feels good to look at other people and be like, ooh, ooh they a mess. Their situation is a hot-ass mess. At least my situation ain't X, Y, or Z. That is so true. And that's a very toxic thing, but that's just mm-hmm. the reality of it. Yeah. And I think subconsciously, like, we all do that subconsciously. Absolutely. I think subconsciously we all do that. Because I ain't going to lie. Like, I'm a hairstylist, so I hear some of the craziest things sometimes. And I just be like, you know, my situation is is a normal situation but it is also certain things that i hear from my clients where i'm just like dang sis i ain't 
really got to go through that. Like, you know, and I actually say it, not even considering like how the other person feels because they are going through it. And I'm not like, honestly, I could, I could just be like, dang sis, like, I'm sorry you have to go through that versus like, well, shoot girl, I don't know nothing about that. I can't help you right there. I, like I ain't got to go through that. I passion as mm-hmm. well because I really had to call myself out because I noticed myself like talking to my friends and them telling me things about like their relationships and stuff and me them being like genuinely like so for example say like there's a girl who has a guy and the guy does something for her and she's really excited about it Mm -hmm. and I'm like in my head I'm really like but that's the bare minimum yeah yeah but that's from my perspective like who am I to set the standard for somebody else I have Mm -hmm. a completely different standard for for them and it's not right of me to say that yeah but yeah, yeah, sometimes I'll be looking at people's situation like, dang, you deserve so much more though. Yeah. That's you can't decide that for somebody yeah, else. Yeah, somebody has to know that for themselves. They have to decide that on their own. Yeah. Like Yeah. And I think it's the same with um all these situations though. Like I think in the same way we look at other people's situations and be like, Oh, well that's lack or I ain't gotta go through that or mm-hmm. like you deserve so much more like when we're on the other end and we're the ones that are struggling, like mm-hmm. it we like to see that other people are struggling too. And it yeah. sounds sick. Like when I it say that loud, sick. you want to see other people struggling because it makes you feel, I think it gives you a sense of normalcy. Like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's normal for people to struggle because you can't feel isolated and alone when you're yeah. going through something yeah. in your relationship. You want to be, you know, you want to relate. You want think people to relate to you. And sometimes you want to be like, I need to know I'm not the only mm-hmm. one that's, who's going through it. Oh, yeah. I'm not the only one with like a jacked up situation. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. You want but, that comfort. It's but, a very human thing. But also, too, I think, like, as a friend, I try to make myself aware, even when things aren't going great for myself, that I always cheer my friends on. Like, one of my friends, she's been single for six years. And at the time where I was, like, struggling in my relationship, she was meeting and dating, meeting men and dating men. And now she's gotten to a point to where she's finally, like, found somebody that she really really likes that she genuinely likes and um you know while I was going through some struggles in my relationship I still was like I'm gonna cheer you on friend because yo like I'm this person that's struggling in a relationship I already have somebody but I just imagine how I would feel as a single person like meeting all these people and like thinking that somebody likes me and has my best interest and then they do something silly and they don't and I'm disappointed because I'm tired of being single. So I just put myself in her shoes like, dang, like I have somebody and, you know, even though we're struggling, like she would probably want the things that I have, even though the things that I have don't feel so great. Yeah. But um, so when she had her moment, like I couldn't even think about myself. I was just like, Sis, I'm so happy for you because I had to watch you struggle. Like, I have to watch you struggle through something that I have no idea about. Like, no idea. So, I think it's a matter of, too, like, making yourself aware and kind of, like, silencing your what you have going on for the sake of your friend and just being happy for her in her moment. And then falling apart shortly after because I definitely fell apart after. But, but... It's, it's, it's just the right thing to do. But I think that's the thing that you have to have in the back of your mind. I feel like some part of that is somewhat taught 
And then because naturally we're just like, um, natu- naturally, you kind of want to be like, dang, like, oh, friend, like everything's going right for you. Everything's going wrong for me. Absolutely. You know, and it's just like, we literally just you have to talk. teach yourself, like, you have to get a hold of yourself and be like, you know what? It's not about me. Like, Hello? And or they're, the fact that they are experiencing like a high right now mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I won't have my high too. Uh, for sure. Like, I think a lot of times we feel like, I was reading something where it was saying, like, just because you see somebody else, like, getting their blessings doesn't mean that you're not going to receive their blessings, too. Like, everybody just gets their blessings in their own timing. And it may you may get your blessings at a time where that person is, like, in a lap, and they need you. So, like, just stop looking at everybody else. We have so many issues with, like, looking at other people, comparing, um, being envious, being, like, and talking down on ourselves or about our situations or I think this is just another one of those things where it seems like people are looking at another person's situation and in this case it's just a celebrity and speaking their opinions on it mm-hmm. and their own personal thoughts on it but not like being in it themselves or being yeah. in it themselves and being highly judgmental yeah. like you said not showing compassion yeah. and it's just a matter of we just need to focus on our own business. Amen. Focus on you, know you, you and mind your business. Right. You may not agree what goes on in somebody else's relationship, but it, it's not your relationship. And remind yourself of that. Be thankful that it's not right. your relationship. And not even that's all you can do. Well, you know, I'm praying for them. I feel bad for them, but right. I thank God it ain't me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yes. That's that on that. That's that on that. I think we rounded just about that up. But anyway, guys, um, uh, check us out on Instagram at What Up Cuz, and we are on YouTube. We are on podcasts. We are on. Are we on iTunes? What are we on, cuz? Um, we on everything. <laughs> okay. It's late. We are on. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts. We own everything. Yeah, I think that's really but it. thank you guys for listening to What Up Cuz, and we'll be back with y'all next week. Bye. Bye.